hello. <clears throat> wow. Oh, oh. <laughs> hello and welcome to Counting Cryptids. Uh, I'm Jacob. I am Connor. And word is pissing me off. Uh, what are we talking about today, Connor? Oh, Let's boy, just get right is, into this it. Is, this have, is episode yeah. 12. Okay, yes. Of All yes. about, well, an introductory introductory to the Men in Black, MIB. Men in Black 101. 101. You want to start here. Well, I mean, we're gonna start. We're gonna start somewhere else, but then we're gonna get there. You know. Eventually, we'll do. We'll do more episodes. I'm sure there's a lot on this, so I figured that makes sense. Uh, okay. I mean, Camel they... Cat wants to know what we're drinking. As usual, I have a Moscow Mule. Yeah, I just say I've been rocking the uh the Sunny D and uh, uh Sunny D. Sunny D slaps. I'm a child, so you're not wrong though. Uh, yeah, so, surprise, surprise, Connor, they are men who wear black. Uh, wow. You know, uh, black coat, black shoes, black hat, Cadillac. Black cat? Yeah. <clears throat> black. <clears throat> anyway, yeah. But, but really, though, like, a black suit, black hat, dark sunglasses, uh, smooth plastic-looking skin, um, like a doll, dead white. Porcelain, yeah. Weird. Uh, other times described as having olive-colored skin, or that mm-hmm. they appear to be wearing makeup. Uh, often described as having Asian or Native American features, um, as well as being bald, having no hair at all, no eyebrows, no eyelashes, nothing, and very awkward. Like they don't communicate well and understand very basic tasks. I think like there was one instance. This I don't have this in my notes at all anywhere, but like that I remember hearing on like another podcast forever ago. That was like an anecdote of like. One had to be taught to use a fork and a knife. Oh, I don't to, like, know. Cut something like they like didn't know how to eat. Kevin's ass. Yep. Thanks, bud. Uh, yeah. It's like a lot of people describe it. I, I I like this view. A lot of people describe the way they speak as like the way they even like their mannerisms are like an alien race trying to interpret like humans and how they move, talk. Whatnot. Also, and they do kind a, of robotic sometimes as well. Job, yeah. It's just it's it's weird. Are they robots? I um, I hadn't thought of that until now. Oh, I have a bit in my notes then that Ooh. you might find interesting. I have a couple of bits that um are down the road. Um, so again, UFOs are I guess not again, but um, the Men in Black would appear shortly after UFO encounter and interrogate, harass, threaten, or even allegedly kill the UFO witness to keep them from speaking out about the events. Um, it is unknown. I think you have some shit about UFOs and stuff I, I, that you want to get off your chest at the beginning of this. Should we I, just get into that now? I dove into it. Real quick, though, uh, sometimes I didn't see this in any, like, stories that they, like, presented a white card with a crest and the word security on it with, like, number seven as their name, which is odd. I didn't see that in any, like, any of them. But, again, this is, like, the beginning. Like, there there might be more stories. Hmm. There definitely we'll is more find stories. More eventually. But, yeah. Uh, they also okay. could be government. They could be, like, yeah, it's... aliens. <sighs> they're They're just... 
a gray area, they, essentially. They kind of seem to work for the government. I don't know if there is ever an instance where it's, like, out and, like, said that they work for the government, but it's, like, it's more just, like, implied by the way that they behave and are dressed and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, they'd kind of just, mm -hmm. like, show up and just, like, start talking about it in a very official way, and it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. It, it is very unclear as if they are, like, human or alien or a, a robot or what the deal is here so who do you work for i don't really want to go down a shadow government rabbit hole yet so okay you don't save want that to? for maybe maybe uh episode two of this <laughs> men in black thing uh so let, let's jump into the, the something that I, I don't know when this this series came out but i only just started watching it on netflix I haven't got very far, but I was intrigued by Hangar 1, Episode 1. It's about, like, presidential alien meetings. You alien you texted encounters. me about it. I have yet to yet to watch it, but I need to get in get into it. It's a, it's a, it's interesting. And I if you're going to watch it, I was put this disclaimer out here. Uh I don't know that everything that is said in that show is 100% truth. Allegedly, it's like a bunch of documents that are kept at Hangar One, in quotes, that are being released through this show type deal. Interesting. Uh, do, do yeah. yeah. If you're familiar with like MJ12 and all, all these fucking things. Majestic uh, 12, yeah, yeah, okay. Going to get into just a, a few things. Like we could literally do in a whole episode about. <clears throat> uh, we probably will end up having to do these, that, but yeah, fucking, yes. yeah, yeah, do it. So, one of the first things they bring up in Hangar 1 is President Eisenhower's alleged meeting with aliens. Um, I don't know if they say this in the show, but it's like discussing a Greada Treaty. I'm guessing at the name, G-R-E-A-D-A -A Treaty. Um, so, in February 20th, 1954. I like, I like to call it a greedy treaty. A greedy treaty? I mean, it sounds pretty greedy. Like I, I feel like the aliens get ripped off in this deal from what I've read. But wait, uh, you're telling me that the American government wanted to rip somebody off in a deal? No, no way. Surely, surely that can't be. Correct. No way. Uh, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. In 1954, President Dwight D. Eisenhower, uh, he showed up for a surprise vacation in Palm Springs, California, where he went missing until. He like showed up at a church service in Los Angeles, which is like a couple hundred miles away. Um, he like reporters were told that the president had to have emergency dental treatment, uh, and he visited a local dentist. Which is, I don't know, like I don't know how a president like disappears or how like the public notes that a president disappears. You know, like they try to keep that shit on lock for the most part. Like oh the president's missing like oh like if he's he's AFK they don't yeah. actually know where he is you just see like a uh, secret service like running around like have you seen the have you seen the president <sighs> that's actually a thing that's hilarious <laughs> um so people point to the surprise visit of to Palm Springs um the president missing mysteriously for nearly twelve hours the fact that Edwards Air Force Base aka uh, at the time, it was Maroc Airfield, was shut down for three days to all non-essential personnel 
and incoming air traffic just conveniently at the same time as this and visit. he was a 12 hour dental emergency yeah right but so i know yeah. i know somebody i could ask if that's a real thing and i don't think that's a real thing your face it was for a chipped tooth up. allegedly for a chip no, no 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 like, no that's actually i have bold. chipped my There's, tooth they just glue that, that shit on or, I mean, worst case scenario, they'd just, like, pull the tooth and Bowl. give you a new one, too. Uh, I mean, what what year is it? 54. I don't know what dental practices were like, just but I assume... a gold I assume, crown on it? Yeah, right? Like, it's not going to take 12 hours. Correct. It, it more than likely will excessive. not take 12 hours. Um, so, so, where was that? Secret, secret summits? Yeah, so... At Edwards Air Force Base? Is that what it people, was? point to all these things as like obviously the president went to Morocco airfield and like this was the first of several meetings with aliens to discuss a treaty between the US and extraterrestrials later known as the Griotta Treaty uh, which is Why? allegedly signed every decade okay news the, the, the treaty between the extraterrestrials and uh, the U.S. Man, government yeah. and maybe other governments. I don't know if it's exclusively U.S. And what about the fact that he was missing for this time and that, like, he was probably at that location? Points. It could have been for specifically. Else. Okay, 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 okay. I didn't know if there was any specific reason that it would have been about like extraterrestrials or this treaty, or it could have just been like he went to see uh, the Black Hawk. There's, yeah, right. Like, there's <laughs> a new airplane that we want to show you like you know there could be a lot of shit pretty sick i don't know um so sorry to to ruin your shit before you started uh so the um three meetings took place before the aliens decided that it was chill uh they wanted them to like shut down nuclear arms testing because that was a big thing at the time. And yeah. I believe there's like stories of UFOs showing up around nuclear test sites and nuclear facilities and like doing things that humans didn't do, you know, like mysterious shit turning off that probably should not. Um, but anyway, they signed the treaty uh, at a later date in 1954. And this gave. Apparently, the extraterrestri- uh, extraterrestrial is the ability to abduct a few cows. I, I, this was in quotes from a, a website I read. Abduct a few cows, test implants on humans, and secretly be on Earth in turn for advanced technology and information. And essentially, they got to study us, and we got space tech. You get 12 cows a year, but you got to give me the laser gun. <laughs> exactly. The greedy treaty, of course. It's a greedy, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of the the where aliens come into this. Some some involvement some is from the government with extraterrestrials, allegedly. Allegedly. And then you would have allegedly. other more involvement with that. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing us to the men in black. Unless you're not done with what you're talking about, then no, I that that's that's all I got on the the great. Oh, cool, uh, actually, great. real quick, I I read in an article fairly recently. I don't know how recently the article was published, but um, Dwight D. Eisenhower's holy shit, Dwight Eisenhower's great granddaughter 
was like going to Australia to re-sign this treaty as a you know, part of the ten-year contract type deal. Is is a bloodline thing? It's not. Like, I don't know. I don't... Like actually, a person who is like in charge of. Yeah, just some girl. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> she's probably like not important whatsoever. But hey. Yeah, like not like a political figure, a president, uh, anything like that. It's just, I just, should have taken more notes on that article, it but uh, the bloodline. Yeah, I don't know. That's a little. That's a little sketch. Yeah, it's a little weird, but I didn't want to throw that in there. You know, this fucking cat is making me using this mouse. Yeah, it's impossible. I almost want. I I gotta take a picture of this and fucking send it to you. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's angle ridiculous. Your, angle your camera down. Oh yeah, I can just fucking do that. Hold up. Uh, watch Jacob mess up the entire setup. Yes, no mouse for you. Where's this bitch at? So like just watching stream. We're over here just laying on the shit. On the <laughs> Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Eyes of you to join us today. Maybe Kevin is an alien. I don't know. Thanks, cat. Yeah, but our cat's not aliens. Um, maybe. Why not? So are you telling me that the cats built the pyramids? Poss possibly. In the shape of a sphinx? Come on. Real quick, uh, since you brought that up, I'm pretty sure that, um, based on very little knowledge I have of Egypt, uh, yeah. The Sphinx was, like, reformed at some point yep. in history. It was. Which is interesting. Egypt is yeah, I think, like, interesting as fuck. There was a, a piece fuck. of it that they had to rebuild. But then, like, they were also talking about... Yeah, they did worship cats. Uh, fucking asshole. Right on screen. Thanks, thanks buddy. Right um, in the butthole. <laughs> yep, genius. Thanks, buddy. That's how you get the views. Uh... Yes, but also they were they were talking about like dating it, you know what I mean? Not like yeah, shit. And then like the because of the water erosion around it, then you can look at the last time like it rained like that was this long ago, and that makes it all fucking so much older than I think it is. Also very interesting. I don't know how we do an episode on that, but uh, God, I wish we would. You know, can if, we get, if, uh, if um, Graham Hancock yeah. were to come on, I'd just sit here while he talked for three hours. Jesus who's, Christ! Who's the other guy? Uh, I always forget the name of Randall Carlson. Randall Carlson. God, I want to yeah, talk to that dude. guy so Holy bad. Shit. Take Holy me to Egypt, shit. Randall Carlson. Ah, uh, so yeah, uh, should we get on to our like first appearance of MIB? If I can get to my keyboard and my mouse, like yeah, dude, uh, let's do it. it. You, you play with your cat. I'll read, I'll read the notes. <laughs> All right, sick. Let's I'll, go. I'll read my notes at least. Uh, so allegedly, the first appearance of Men in Black was by Albert K. Bender. Get your ass out of here, bro. Uh, I believe he drew a a picture. Of this, okay. and I may pull it up on stream here. Give me one moment. Oh, fucking great! That that is his drawing. Oh, so a, it's like a man, a man in black. Man in black. black. It looks like a, your typical gangster. Okay. So Albert Bender served in the Air Force during World War II. I saw I saw this, and I was like, wow, like. An Air Force guy talking about Men in Black, like maybe there's something up. But he was a dental like technician. 
why does that affect his credentials? Uh, he works on teeth. He doesn't work with top secret files, I don't believe. What was his title? Dental his position, technician. His of dental technician. But you he was in the what? Air Force. How are you how are you a dental technician for the Air Force? I mean, they they're they need a dentist while they're is he the same dentist? I honestly I don't know. I highly doubt it. Um what I read about the the dentist is like they brought him in for like a function later that night and like, hey, this is the dentist that we worked with. But I don't have any Whoa. like any other locals being like, Yeah, that dude like he lives here, like he's our dentist. He he's local. Like he's not some rando dude. Okay. He works on teeth. I don't know. Anyway, he was de- honorably discharged for some reason. <clears throat> Our dentist alien. Wait, wait, he was honorably dis. Their dentist was honorably discharged. Yeah, I don't. Okay, just wanting to. <laughs> I have no idea. But he ro- relocated to live with his mother and stepfather in Bridgeport, Virginia, where he put together what he called a chamber of horrors in the attic of his parents' house. It was filled with, like, clocks that chimed every 15 minutes, faux skulls, shrunken heads, bizarre art, like, things like supernatural, you know, as you do. And, uh... He would also, like, accompany this. Like, if he had people over, he would play a record with, like, scary sound effects and, like, snake hisses and shit. Interesting. Okay. Anyway. Um, in the, like, he, he had caught on to this, like, flying saucer phenomenon in U.S. at the time and led him to... <laughs> formed the International Flying Saucer Bureau, or the IFSB, in 1952 and take lead as the president. Uh, He assembled a group of around 600 members um, that were dedicated to furthering the study of these flying saucers, reaching out to members across the world with a quarterly newsletter known as the Space Review. Uh, Soon after he formed this group this bureau i don't know what makes it a bureau all i can think of is futurama but he he began i don't know hermes okay he is he is hermes except not bureaucrat yeah bureau bureaucrat that's the same thing right bureaucracy uh he he began to get strange phone calls telepathic messages, which will come up later, ill health, and uh, UFO, UFO sightings, like, begin to, like, follow him, I guess. He reported feeling like he was being watched, and the stench of sulfur would, like, burning sulfur would fill his attic. Maybe clean the place? I, I'm not sure. Uh, he took his his following and prompted the readers of space review to memorize and recite a letter. He wrote what opened with uh, calling occupants of interplanetary craft calling occupants of inter 
interplanetary craft that have been observing our planet Earth. We of IFSB wish to make contact with you. We are your friends. So got a whole letter that he like had people memorize and recite. And his goal was to connect with alien life through simultaneous thought projections with the members of the IFSB. Of course. I cannot say IFSB anymore. I mean, you could say the full thing, but... Also worse. <laughs> you have to say the word bureau. Uh, so this sparked three men that he described as, quote, all of them were dressed in black clothes. They looked like clergymen, but wore hats similar to Hamburg style. Um, yeah. It is reported that the men in black made it clear to Bender that he was to cease all UFO work. And before departing, the MIB took copies of Space Review and left behind a yellow mist with the odor of sulfur. I think a lot of people like tie specifically this one to like satanic shit. Yeah, but I uh, get that. I didn't. I did not look into that. I mean, I much. think the, the that's probably just like the sulfur mostly, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I figured. I suppose you could like argue that you would be like causing hallucinations or something, and that's why you're seeing all the UFOs or whatever you're experiencing. But I don't know. It seems like if there's other very similar experiences happening, maybe not. I don't know. It's odd. Who's to say? But this caused Albert to shut down the IFSB. And the final issue of Space Review released in October 1953 with a cryptic message, quote, we advise those engaged in saucer work to be very cautious. Uh, then his uh, his story would later be shared by a fer- fellow IS, I, I, another member of the group, Gray Barker, in his uh, They Knew Too Much About Flying Saucers, which was released in December 1967. And allegedly this coined the phrase Men in Black. But okay. There are other instances before this book came out of Men in Black, which we can get but into. But that coined the term like, hey, Men in Black? Men in Black are a thing, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, is that, uh, are that, you at the end of that one? That's the end of that one. And I probably should get into this next one as well. Okay, which one's I, that I, one? I believe this is the, the following Men in Black chronological Oh, chronologically, is this okay? Yeah, yeah. So this is uh, hello, cryptid five five nine. Hello, welcome. This one's a uh, yes. Which this one's, one's this? a fucking roller coaster? <clears throat> okay. Oh, the, okay. Yes. Harold Dahl in the Murray Island incident of <sighs> yes. June twenty seventh, nineteen forty seven. So, nineteen forty seven. Excuse me. Harold Dahl and Fred Chrisman, quote, two harbor patrolmen were on a boat near Murray Island, Washington, when they saw six donut-shaped objects above them in the sky. According to one of the men, according to the men, one of the objects dropped a substance that resembled lava or, quote, white metal onto their boat. When the substance hit, it broke a worker's arm, um, as well as killed his dog. If that wasn't strange enough, 
Dahl would be visited by a man in black who told him not to talk about the incident and said, I know a great deal more about the experience of yours than you will want to believe. Uh, so when the FBI investigated the case, Crimson and Dahl's sighting was marked as a hoax. Did I skip a part? No, I did not. Um, the files, the FBI files noted that Dahl stated, if questioned by the, I don't know if Dahl stated this, but it was like written in notes. If questioned by the authorities, he was going to say it was a hoax because he did not want to further trouble over the matter. He didn't want any further trouble over the matter. Uh, the files also detail a few alternate stories communicated by Crisman and Dahl to local newspapers and media outlets and conclude that they had contacted a variety of publications quote, in hopes of building up their story through publicity to a point where they could make a profitable deal with Fantasy Magazine in Chicago, Illinois. Gets weirder. The okay. magazine editor, I don't, uh, there, his name's out there, but I don't have it, reached out to Kenneth Arnold, who people might know, uh, who himself had his own encounter with a UFO just days after the incident. Sorry, my, my nose is itchy. Uh, Arnold apparently had some sort of I don't know, government or at least army people to talk to because uh, he, quote, summoned two officers of Army A2 Intelligence to aid the investigation of the men's claims. So in July 1947, two A2 officers came to investigate. Uh, I believe they had contacted Dahl and gotten the their inf his information. And when they left on their B-25, the plane unexpectedly caught fire, crashed, and killed both officers. Uh, these officers could have been the men that Dahl claimed visited him and threatened him with like th releasing a story to the public. Uh, though I believe in Dahl's story, it was one guy. And this was definitely like... I mean, it could have been one of them. Right, yeah, correct. Um... Also, Kenneth Arnold, if you if you look into this on your own, I didn't catch the name, but it, the name is out there of one of the A two officers that Kenneth Arnold contacted. He went okay. with somebody else, which I do not believe is a known fact. Um. Uh. So. Uh, Dahl and Chrisman would later confess to Air Force investigators that they made up the entire story. And, like, this had me, me thinking, like, was he really visited by, like, men in black? Or was he visited, like, visited by, like, people with the government that were just trying to figure out the situation? You know? Is that, maybe that's all the men in black are, Connor. Very well could be. But... Or maybe it started as slightly more innocent that way, and then slight, you know what I mean? Like as people, the years went on, like it it evolved. People think that the the two men, the two A two investigators, were killed yeah. because they quote knew too much. This is why they okay. they like their plane unexpectedly fucking blew up. So, so let's I right, let me get into some inconsistencies with the story. First, Crimson and Dahl were not harbor men. I don't know what they were, but they were not employed as harbor men. Um, in okay. fact, in some cases, the story is told that Dahl was out on the boat with his son, and his son was injured, 
not a coworker. Both cases, the dog died. Sad. Uh, Dahl and uh, Chrisman turned over some UFO scraps to, I believe, Arnold, and like, and the A two investigators, but and it was allegedly from the material that was dropped on them. Uh, it was found that it was actually aluminum, and uh, the men confessed that it was from the banks of the harbor. They just they just gathered. they just they just like grabbed, grabbed. some yeah. aluminum. Um, mm. Before Chrisman's death, he claimed that the truth of the incident was that it didn't involve flying donut shaped saucers dropping slag, but actually military aircraft dumping radioactive waste into the harbor. Chrisman's okay. Chrisman's let's let's Chrisman's name appears in much earlier records like. In 1947, he had a letter published in an issue of Amazing Stories, which Crispin claimed to have shot his way out of a cave full of Darrows with a submachine gun. Ooh, like wait, a like cave Darrows full of what? Darrows and Taros, yes, Darrows. Actually, okay, okay, we need to do we do need to do that that one. episode because that titty bibs joke from four years ago <laughs> is still fresh in my mind, brother. I forgot about Holy that. Fuck, I, I can't get it out of my mind. It changed my life. Um, so the UFO community, like in at large, believes that the incident at Murray Island was 100% hoaxed and was a way for these two men to make a quick buck. But there is the alternate, you know, men in black scenario where they were like, they saw this shit, they were visited by men in black, and they got scared and they kind of backed off and made up some other they shit. did the thing that the Men in Black wanted them to do? Correct. And then they're like, uh, no, we made the whole thing up. Yeah, it, it was, I don't know. For uh, the, no, it was actually the government dumping toxic radioactive, no, radioactive waste into the, waste into the water. I don't know if I believe that one either, but uh, yeah. <clears throat> that, yeah, that I don't know. I maybe would have just said that one first, but whatever. Yeah. Dog's fucking hype up there. Holy hell. Well, I can't hear her, so. Well, that's good. I would give it five minutes and maybe otherwise. Uh, Is that all you have on uh, that one? That is it. All right, so the next one, I believe, is Robert Richardson. That is the name I have in my notes. All right, so one fateful evening in July 1967, Robert Richardson of Toledo, Ohio, was driving down the road when he collided with an unknown object. Uh, the object disappeared, like, immediately. It was just gone. Okay. <clears throat> uh, so Richardson reported the accident. Uh, the only thing the police found when they were there was the marks his tires made when screeching on the road when he slammed on his brakes. Uh, he later returned to the site on his own and found a small anomalous piece of metal, which he believed to be part of the craft. Uh, he later sent off the, the piece of metal to the Aerial Phenomenon Research Organization, or APRO, APRO. I'm going to call it APRO. Fuck it. Uh, shortly after, Richardson was visited by two MIB agents who arrived in a mint condition 1953 black Cadillac with unregistered license plates. Uh, they did not show Richardson any identification, nor did he ask to see any, uh, noting that their smart black suits were enough to imply that they were authority figures. <clears throat> Why I wear uh, Richardson suit. didn't think... Richardson didn't think much of the meeting until he later collected his thoughts and realized that he had 
only told his wife and the APRO about the incident. Uh, one week later, two more MIB agents turned up at the Richardson's residence, this time demanding that he hand over the metal artifact that he had pulled from the the site. Uh, when he informed them that he had sent it to APRO for analysis, they told him that he needed to get it back and threatened to harm his wife, saying, quote, If you want your wife to stay as pretty as she is, then you'd better get the metal back. Uh... She was never harmed, and he never gave them the metal back. I don't How know. How attractive nothing. was <laughs> she? That's about the. <laughs> How I, how worse could I, it have gotten? I have no idea I what she know, looks man. like. No disrespect. I, uh, I do not have Robinson <laughs> or uh, Richardson. I don't have that information. It was Richardson. Uh, <laughs> that's a good. That was good. <laughs> Fuck. I'm upset. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I mean that's that's all I have on that one. Like it was just. It's just quick and easy. Yeah, yeah this next one is also pretty quick and easy. Uh, this is yeah, Jack yeah. Robinson. Yes. Uh, in 1968, a year after the Richardson incident, a UFO researcher, Jack Robinson, who was living in New Jersey with his wife, Mary, reported being watched and terrorized by a man in black. The man would stand across the street from the couple's apartment day after day for three days straight. At one time, or at one point, the Robinson said that their apartment appeared to have been rummaged through. Uh, finally, uh, Tim Beckley, Timothy Green Beckley, a friend of Robertson and an editor for the UFO Universe magazine, apparently got tired of the man bothering the couple and decided that he would try and capture the man on camera. I have an image. Okay. Um, I have to do something quick. Um, okay. Huzzah! This is the image. Man in black over well, the here. Oh, the one that's just like a man standing just there? Just a man standing there on the... But he's like creeping on them for a while? Allegedly. And maybe rummaged through their shit. Um, apparently this was enough for the man in black to like move on because they never saw him again. Or at least it's not reported that they saw him after this photo. Um... Beckley wrote about his experience, about his and um, Jack Robinson and his wife's experiences in the book Mystery of the Men in Black, the UFO Silencers, which I will include a link to in the description. Uh, I didn't read it, so I don't know what it's about, but probably Men in Black. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's all I got uh, on that, that guy. All on that photo. Sick. All right. That brings us to the doc. So, uh, Dr. Herbert Hopkins, Saturday, September 11th, 1976 at 8 p.m. 58-year-old Dr. Herbert Hopkins was home alone. His wife, their son, and daughter-in-law had just left for a drive-in movie. Hopkins, a, uh, I said doctor already, a hypnotist um, acting as a consultant on an alleged UFO case in Maine, was getting some work done when the phone rings. Um, the caller identified himself as the vice president of the New Jersey UFO Research Organization, wanting to know if they could meet to discuss his investigation. Uh, uncharacteristically, Hopkins immediately agrees, and the caller says that he will be right over. Hopkins hangs up the phone, uh, walks to the door to turn on the light, and the man is already standing at his door. Prior to at the cell time phones. He thought nothing... <clears throat> 
So at the time, we thought nothing of it, but Hopkins later said, I saw no car, and even if he did have a car, he could not possibly have gotten to my house that quickly from any phone. He claimed that even if the man had come from next door, he still could not have been at at the door before him. Uh, Now, this is 1976. Very few people have mobile phones at this point. The first mobile phone is, like, invented April 1973. Oh, Like, there's car phones and stuff before that, but this is the first, like, mobile handheld phone but that's like a it's not like they're like brick. available for it's a backpack for, well i mean it's well i mean it's a it's a big ass phone and it, you you can make a 30 minute phone call it takes 10 hours to charge uh, but but again this is just a prototype at this point right. so then you have to like manufacture and it, it's not like a big thing i mean like even in the 80s it still wasn't a fucking thing my dad has fuck, i wonder if that's still floating around here dude it's like a briefcase i mean i, I can see that computer the in the background fucking nuts. oh those those old monitors back there baby i got a dozen of those i'm gonna be real with you Set those I'm, uh, bad boys i have up. the oh i have the t- those, those things suck i have the towers i've been thinking about uh emptying them out and just i could move my entire case into one of those i could put like shit i could put my xbox in there too i just start like doing everything inside it and just like just one compact case that has every every console i could possibly need be fire but sleeper we'll build uh yeah, so again, maybe I but about the cell phone thing, like I don't know. Technically, they exist, but it's not like they're they're not like they're today, you know what I mean? Yeah, so dude. it it would be it would be weird for somebody to have one, I think. So maybe that does lend more towards it being like some sort of weird government employee. But at the same time, like if the best you can do is like you get a 30 minute phone call and you got to charge it for 10 hours. I mean, they weren't on the phone very long, but at the same time, like you just call them up real quick and be like, can we come chat real quick? Like you got, I don't know. What did they say? The military is ahead of like public by X amount of years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, okay. So presumably the technology, if if this guy is like, some top secret government worker, his technology could theoretically be, yeah, 10, 20 years more advanced than the time. Yes. Maybe. I mean, I guess because but I they think, work I feel with like aliens. In most of those instances, that's like, that's like in testing sense, right? That's not like they're like actively out there using technology that's 20 years more yeah, advanced. Is it, is I it don't more think so. of like they're, they're, you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, they're working on some crazy shit, obviously, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how how deep that goes. That's a whole nother thing. Either I don't know. The again, I want to mention that t- technically mobile phones exist. I don't know if you know cell phones and that terminology exist because. Uh, but car phones were thing. But, prevalent. But again, car phones were a thing before. I don't know if car phones were ever prevalent, but there there's other means of like making phone calls and stuff. You know what I mean? But it was just like there wasn't a, a car there, even if there was like you know what I mean. If he came from right next door. Yeah. There's not enough time. He's like standing. He in hung his up hallway, the phone, turned hangs in up the... the phone, walks directly to the door to turn the light on, and the dude's fucking already there. So homie was there when he made the call, and has a cell phone, which is kind of weird. Or he teleported. Yeah, I, teleported I, I don't really know what, what the other thinking. implication is there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Moving on. So the man was, of course, wearing an immaculate black suit with a black hat, black tie, black shoes. His suit had no wrinkles. His clothes were crisp like they were brand new. Hopkins later said that he looked like a department store dummy. Uh, the man removed his hat to reveal a totally bald head with dead white uh, skin, 
face void of eyebrows and lashes. Uh, his lips were bright red, which was later found out to be lipstick when the man accidentally bumped his mouth with his glove. Uh, the smudge revealed a thin mouth with no lips, uh, the lipstick being used to distract from the fact that it didn't have fucking lips. Uh, again, at odd. this time, nothing seemed odd about the encounter or the man at all. What do you Hopkins. mean? <laughs> it, it just it, until after the fact when he's like reflecting on the situation alone I with mean, his thoughts. If somebody accidentally like, wiped off and lipstick, like, this really is fucking kind of weird. Well, yeah, in the like, bro. I listen to him talk about it, and he's like, oh, I thought like, oh, this guy's some kind of queer or something. I was like, okay, buddy, like. Did you? You know, everybody laughs about it. Like, when was this interview? Come on, guys. Like, but, uh, but okay. So then again, in this interview I'm listening to, he says this uh, quote here uh, He constructed no sentences, just a sequence of words evenly spaced, scanning speech. And his voice was completely neutral and passive, no inflection. So at one point, the visitor just stated, like, as a matter of fact, that Hopkins had two coins in his left pocket which was true. He had a dime and a penny in his left pocket. <clears throat> he's a magician. Odd, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. So there's a coin like, behind right, your uh, ear. Take, take out one of the coins. So he pulls out a shiny new penny uh -huh. and he's like, all right, place it in your hand. He holds it up. He's like, no, put it in your palm. So he puts it in his palm and he's like, look at it. He looks at the penny and it becomes silver and then it turns to blue and then it kind of goes out of focus and then really slowly it just vanishes altogether and it's just yeah gone. that's fucked up that's wild. so and then and then he says uh neither you nor anyone else on this planet will ever see that coin again which to me is a sentence that was constructed, whereas a moment ago I just said that quote that is, he's constructed no I th sentences. I think it was more about how he said it. Like everything is spaced out and like. Oh, just like neither you nor anyone else on this planet will ever see that coin again. Yeah, like you, you've just used the. It's uh, <laughs> just, just words. No, no inflection at all. Okay. I'll try to do that one if I have more quotes. Let me see. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, the two continue to speak about the case. Uh, the visitor didn't really speak much, not adding anything to the conversation, not leading, just kind of keeping the conversation going. Things like, what happened next? And and then what did he say? Just really, really basic things, not, you know, doing, adding anything to the conversation, asking real questions. Sorry, my camera's out of you focus. You're trying to fix your autofocus? What, you, what are you doing here? Hey, it worked, actually. <laughs> I just didn't fucking look over and you're just like two inches away. Uh, so the conversation continues until Hopkins noticed the man's speech slowing even more. The man then stood up shakily and slowly said, my energy is running low. Must go now. You nailed it. Goodbye. Uh, he then slowly, <laughs> he then slowly walked to the door down the stairs shakily down the driveway where uh, Hopkins then sees a bright bluish light that makes no noise. Uh, upon reflection, Hopkins was so frightened by the experience that he complies with the visitor's instructions to erase tapes of the hypnotic sessions he was conducting with regard to his current case and to have nothing further to do with the investigation as for the New Jersey UFO research organization no such institution actually exists. So the caller made up this organization. Oh, okay. I was wondering yes, about that so beginning. It didn't actually exist. I sell Stella's tail. 
Yes. Dog is down here. They just came inside. She is breathing heavy. She will sleep soon. Oh, yeah. She she good. Uh, Yeah, so, you know, he's... That's wild. And that's the yeah, one I sent you the a, link to the one. YouTube video. Uh, I mean, it's not really a video, but it's a YouTube... It, the audio yeah. of the interview that he gave. Yeah, I, uh, I can link to that one in the description. Uh, that's the one where he called the dude a queer. Um, but uh, I didn't you know. get a chance to listen to that, but I... I kind of wish I had. I made it, I made it about halfway through it when like I was also like reading about it, so I was like, "Cool, I've got my notes done." Uh-huh. You're dragging ass, buddy. So <laughs> you know, it's he's an old guy. He's kind of hard to understand. You know, was he maybe uh, like stringing words together like really slowly? No, nah, he's not. Oh, dude, Jesus Christ, he doesn't sound like fucking Joe Biden or anything. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> don't get me started on that fucking guy. Holy shit. Uh. uh did I bitch about this last time? The fucking ad. There's this ad that keeps popping up for like to vote for him, and the subtitles don't match what he says. The subtitles <laughs> are what the script is supposed to be, but he just like, I'm gonna ask the way he does it. It's like he uses the word for in a in a place that doesn't make. I'm gonna ah oh, shit. I wish I could remember what it is, but it just sounds so stupid. Uh, shit. I just need to open any video and it'll play that ad, but. I like the smear campaign ad yeah. by Trump against him. Just like this guy is too old to be president. Isn't Trump older? I they're like the same age. Yeah, they're like slandering him for his age and and stuff. Like this guy I, can look, barely look. talk. Like he brother, talk. I Biden's falling apart. The, the world I'm is a, a meme. I'm not a I, I'm not a Trumper. I don't. I don't like Trump, but Biden's falling apart. I, mean, I don't. Of two the whole thing is a fucking joke, man. It's like Correct. you ex- you expect me to vote for one of these two motherfuckers? Are you kidding me? It's the best you got. Two rich old Out of white everybody? dudes. No, thank you. It's every fucking time. First of all, hey, like, there we had the, we had that you... one black guy. Twice. <laughs> yeah, but it was one guy. Yeah. Back to back. Let's not get into fucking politics. Let's not get into politics. I don't know, but this one's this one's kind of weird, and it has that like thing of like almost a brainwashy sort of hypnosis quality uh-huh. to it because you know he calls and it was like very uncharacteristic of him to just be like, oh yeah, just come over and we'll fucking chat about it, no big deal. And the guy's there immediately, doesn't think it's really weird at the time that the guy's just fucking there somehow. They talk about it. He's acting weird, and yeah, it's just it, until after the fact. And then it's like, God, that was so fucking weird. This is the same story where he didn't mention anything other than to his wife and this guy. Or no, is no, that, no, a no. that was one? that was the one that was the one where he the guy ran into the craft. And oh went back yeah, yeah, and yeah. Okay. Metal, and then sent that off to Apro. Let me say, if if somebody just called you up and was like inquiring about something you've never told anybody else in your life, I, well, I would okay, so, shit my pants. Uh, so. He, again, was, let me find what he did for a living here. He's a hypnotist acting as a consultant on an alleged UFO case in Maine. Then this guy called, saying, t- claiming to be the vice president of the New Jersey UFO Research Organization, wanting to discuss the investigation. So presumably this man was in contact with, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, this guy's got to be in contact with, like, the Maine UFO Research Organization. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some other, like whoever the fuck is just like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever. And then again. Since nothing is like strikes him as odd until after the fact, it, it's just he just goes with it. It's just like, yeah, sure. Again, all of this is like 
supposedly uncharacteristic of him to just like you know just I, roll with it yeah like yeah i mean i i get like being surprised by like almost someone you idolize type deal like the the chance to like share information and talk back and forth I, with somebody I, about some shit you're into like we do on a bi-weekly suppose, basis yeah if you're like okay if you're like oh like you're just yeah you're just like i'm a hypnotist acting on this thing in maine and then the vice president from somebody in new jersey calls it's like okay well this is maybe potential work in the future i can work with this guy or something so that yeah maybe there could be some sort of other uh motivation as far as that goes too so i guess you're not wrong kevin what are you doing over there buddy got fucking everybody down it is a zoo at jacob's house it is a fucking zoo Ugh. Your dead dog barked. I got hurt. <laughs> no, she burped. Nice. Excuse you. All right. So, um, that oh yeah, that's all I have on that guy. Say, so do you have stuff on the other names we've talked about? We had the um, other people in our I notes, have... but I don't have any more notes. Oh uh, yeah, I have. Um, real quick, I have that Shane Sovar. Okay, awesome, yeah. This is the one from the photo from the security camp footage. This one's that fairly everybody recent, knows. yeah. Uh, 2008. I'll try and pull up the photo while you talk about it. Just go. Yeah, yeah, do it. Uh, so October 14th, 2008, Shane Silver, a hotel manager near Niagara Falls, claims that he and a security guard from the hotel had seen a UFO from the hotel a few, uh, <clears throat> a few days oh, on that day. A few days later, a bellboy nervously approaches him, asking to speak in private, where he told him, quote, Something really weird happened here yesterday when you weren't here. There was a couple of guys looking for you. Well, this is really hard for me to say, but there were a couple of really strange men that were here, and they kind of freaked everybody out. And they were asking questions about you. And I said, I'm sorry, he's actually not here working today. The two men were described as being very tall and, strangely, the exact same height as one another. Their skin was quite pale and looked odd. It seemed as though the men had the same face. Could, could they just have been twins, maybe? Uh, Possibly. Not that photo. Uh, they did not seem to really believe, yes, that photo, that the manager wasn't around at the time. So they went on to just like look around and question other employees. Um, other staff member approached uh, saying, quote, they asked some questions about you. They said, uh, and they said strange things that I didn't understand, and they were talking about governments and conspiracies, and none of it made any sense to me, but they were very, very scary. Uh, they had no facial hair, none. They had no eyebrows, no eyelashes, nothing. Their hair looked like, <clears throat> like they had a wig on, like it was attached at their hat, like it wasn't even real. And the scariest thing was their eyes were so big and so blue, it almost hypnotized me a little bit. These men, they didn't blink. Not even once I didn't see them blink. Uh, so then Sovar checks the security camera footage and finds these two unidentified men in black suits and fedoras uh, who did enter the hotel. Yeah, there so, is a video. This is a still because I don't want... I mean, I'm not getting paid to be on YouTube. But... Hey, thanks for stopping by, Vernon. Vernon, ciao. Vernon. Vernon. <clears throat> mm, sorry. Uh yeah, so again there there is a video of this. I don't know if they they did stay. I mean, if this is a hotel, the first man's not carrying a bag, is he? Uh, <laughs> with the uwu. 
I don't know. It doesn't look like it. They look both like they're empty-handed. Like yeah, because the other hand, one looks like his legs. So, hand, hand. I mean, if they're coming in a hotel without baggage, so, I mean, I guess you could have left it in the car or they could or have they already, already had it there. there. Yeah. They're already there. I mean... I, I was watching a video discussing this and other ones, but this one specifically, and they were talking about how big they were compared to this guy back here. Like, you see this guy in, that guy in the entryway? What do you like, mean? No, this, there's this guy in the, like, uh, I would assume he's, like, the know. bag I'm... guy, you know, like, he, he carries your bags in or whatever. The bellboy. Bellboy, yeah. Yeah, the guy who talks to him later. That's the guy who talks to him later. Yeah. And that man is com- three kids in a suit. Okay, buddy, <laughs> settle down. Chamomile cat, for real. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I don't know. They were comparing the size. I don't know. Size. I'm looking at like I'm just looking at the door. Like that one's pretty close to the sliding door. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. They don't look that abnormally large. To me. I mean, you're like what? They, they maybe that's the thing. I'm kind of I'm kind of big. I'm I'm six four. I'm kind of big. So I, I get it. Maybe they're. I mean, even the, you know, what I mean, two two guys are six two walk in in fucking black suits wearing glasses and stuff, and they're asking everybody questions like. Yeah, they're a couple of big dudes. But yeah, I, I'm a little scared. They're not like they're not like you know giants. They're not like eight foot tall. <laughs> a dude, uh, I can't tell if he is just really really broad, or if it's or just maybe it's just because of his suit too. Yeah, right. Like yeah, part of it could just be the suit, like the angle that he's walking or something. But he does kind of look like he's fucking. I mean, I think everybody so in the fifties walked like that though. His arms are short, so he's just got out like this, doing like this sort of thing. Uh, his head is quite small. Uh yeah, I don't know. Again, nothing nothing ever really more on that one. Again, that, that resurfaced in like what October or maybe it was April. I think it was April of 2012. That one was like really popular again. But like okay, so a couple days prior, he's like, Okay, I saw a UFO. Him and the security guard claimed to have seen a UFO. Right. Yeah. And then whatever next day maybe he works maybe he doesn't next day he doesn't work next day he's back and these people say that could it just be his fucking employees his co-workers fucking with him uh, oh yeah i don't know they were yeah. talking about governments and conspiracy you know what i mean like cool Let's they saw two out. guys walk in in suits and they're like oh my god we should joke that it was the fucking men in black because this has been a thing like this has been in the cultural for zeitgeist years, already yeah. for a long time if we're talking about 60 when, years was that book written 60 70 i see 68 i believe that book was written where that oh no it was 67 because it was the same year as the the one that i had yeah yeah 1967 was when the the phrase men in black was was coined is what you had told us earlier that's so uh in that book so yes that would mean that this they mean this is the thing you know what i mean like the the film fuck the second one's probably out by now like uh men in black two when did that come out? out Uh, 2002. Fuck, maybe the yeah, third. Yeah, one I was gonna say three is. Hold I up, think hold up. No, okay, that's 2012. That's 2012. So, Men in Black one and two, both. You know what I'm saying? These are both out there. Correct. Uh, I maybe they're just fucking with him. Again, these these two guys did happen to show. I mean, I'd like to. You know what I mean? And, and some of this too is just like how how do you prove any of this? Yeah. Like how do how like cool. Could you just happen to have this security cam footage of two men walking through here and you're like, cool, I'm gonna make this small story 
based around a hotel manager. These guys came to look for him, shook down a few employees and left. You know what I'm saying? Like, how hard is it to write a story off a, a shitty picture? I, I don't imagine it would be that bad. Uh, yeah, I was kind of wondering if there's a time I don't, I don't know stamp. what you have to gain from it. There is but... a timestamp, but it's time of day. Okay, but but either way, that I mean, that's irrelevant. Right. If if the story doesn't exist, you can look at the timestamp on the picture and be like, cool, this is my date, this is my time. Or alternatively, you add the timestamp itself to the picture and you're like, cool, this is the time, this is the date. You know what I, I'm saying? Like, there's You could start with this video and go back and... As far as I know, I, I didn't research this specific one, but um, I don't know if any of the people that worked at the hotel, the coworkers that said they talked to these guys were like quoted or any of that shit. Like they could have started with this thing and then made up this backstory to these two guys that walked in and tried to sell that, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to say. I mean, they, you know, they could have been two fucking insurance guys coming in, and they legitimately did ask for him. They're like, oh, right. yeah, sorry, he's not here today. Like, maybe it wasn't even, like, a sketchy thing. Fuck, maybe it was some mafia bros. Probably not in 2008. Hot. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it could be something that isn't quite as, Sinister, dare I say, nefarious yeah, yeah. as it's being made out to be. Like, I... I don't. I don't know. It kind of. It kind of almost thinks like his employees are fucking with him a little bit, but it's hard to say. That one. That was one of the ones. That picture. I, honestly, I thought it was before 2008. I saw 2008. And I was like, really? I feel like that one's just like the the picture. That's, yeah, that's the Men in Black picture that's for sure. Fucking cat hair from that dude being down here now, man. I do have a quote that I wanted to include. Uh... So according to Nick Redfern in a HuffPost interview, quote, what we have, I'm pretty sure, is a sort of covert department or office or office or personnel within the office infrastructure. These are people who dress in black deliberately and go around and threaten people in certain circumstances relative to UFOs, he suggested. And they look like what you see in the Men in Black movies. They look just like the, the government agents, like the actors Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> And they Identical. issue veiled warnings not to talk about their UFO encounters. So it is again that that same thing. Just like as far as I know, they don't have uh they don't have the neuralizers, you know. Yeah, the, they can't just like the, the make you forget everything. Yeah, but because if they had those back then, like that would be commercially available to the public today. Let's be real. How familiar uh, are you with MJ twelve? Oh boy, it's it's been a couple of years since I've uh, really really looked at that one too much, but I I know a bit. Uh, so I didn't you, I didn't you have some that you I want to talk about. I didn't have this okay. in my notes, but going back to Hangar One, they show this document that says that I believe it was Eisenhower signed a law secret. I I don't know exactly what it was, but there was a document that says that that. Like, you know, UFOs or extraterrestrials will, like, not make it to the public, like, no matter what. Oh, yeah, yeah. Specifically that, like, if if they know about it and there is, like, a way that they can keep it, you know what I mean? Sort of like that, like, coming down, landing on the White House lawn moment of, like, everybody just saw that fucking happen. Like, There's no they're not going that, yeah. to allow that information out for, for the public Whatever to just reason. have until, like, if they if they want to disseminate that information, that's up to them. But, like, there's a lot of criteria, I would wager, that would need to be met before 
doing they so. would be ready to just like and yeah, Tom fucking DeLong is going to be the guy. Anyway, anyway, sorry. I'm actually <laughs> so fucking mad that you just said that to my face, and it's probably true. Um, uh, but anyway, I, I, I maybe should have ended like had this in the where beginning. Where are you? Aliens. Um, what? Um, so like, Hangar One. They they show this document, and I didn't know a whole lot about it. I looked into it. I should have taken notes on it, but I didn't. But off the top of my head. MJ-12 um, came into being when some reporter, I wish Nathaniel was here, he would know, um, like received a some film. When the film was developed was these pages of documents, like the MJ-12 okay. documents. And yes. I mean... I don't know exactly what they say, but they included this, you know, nothing will be released to the public. But uh, it's pretty widely thought that these are fake due to, like, the way they're set up on a page. I don't know. I didn't I didn't do a whole lot of research on it, but... Okay. I forgot where I was going with this. Uh, yeah. Okay, sorry. MJ-12. Uh probably not realistic and the fact that this like maybe maybe like there's a government organization that was like definitely like supposed to keep the public from knowing about it and then this could be the men in black that would make the most sense to me is that they are employed by that organization right whether the or... where whether they have contact with aliens whether or that not. is mj12 or whatever that is the the shadow government as it were so it's not like the kind of thing that's just like a regular this is like you're talking like black projects kind yeah. of situation which this is 100 percent yeah. real there's that's all that's all yeah trillions of dollars of like missing if from this black is, projects i yeah it's yeah it's been a while since i i've i've dug into this but i those the, I am those convinced. numbers scare me to the point where i have to stop looking at them Let's, can nuts. we talk about 9-11 and the Pentagon and papers going missing and no, money no. essentially laundered for black projects? Hey, we, you uh, go on a conspiracy. You, you can go on a, another show and talk about conspiracy Gordo! Theories. Gordo, hit me up. Yeah, there you go. I mean, yeah, there you go. <laughs> maybe I should hit him up because we've discussed with numerous yeah, people yeah, that yeah, we're going to have them on the podcast and we've never ever contacted them. Um, <clears throat> uh, really bad at that, but uh, you know we're also really bad at doing a podcast in general, so <laughs> have to do that whole thing too. Are you done with your match twelve? That you get distracted? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't know where you're at. Correct. Hey, all those papers. Veron, <laughs> God damn it. All those papers related to the missing trillions of dollars that were right there on my desk, and it was just all destroyed. Craziest thing I ever seen, awesome. man. Oh, fucking Jesus. Airplane dude. came right in oh, and took no. him out. Oh, that, this shit fucking hits. Yeah, it's uh, ridiculous. Oh, all right. Well, I, I do have a couple other things I okay, need to okay, do yeah. on this. Okay, my first question to you 
is don't you think that if their only job was to get people from talking about their UFO experiences, they would have stopped more people from talking about <laughs> their UFO experiences? They'd be a little bit better at their job. I, su- <laughs> I suppose you could argue that there are untold numbers of people who haven't talked about an experience, but there's a lot of people who are like, hey, I saw a thing, and then some dudes wearing black suits came and told me not to talk about it. Uh, let me ask you. If tomorrow a two men in black show up at your house and be like, hey, you can't I I, talk First of all, I don't, I don't answer the door if two men in black show up at my house tomorrow. I'll tell you that right now. percent <laughs> Don't answer the door. I don't answer the door to children, but... Uh, nope. Uh, anyway, sorry. Anyway, the, you're you're posing maybe, a question. Maybe they stop you in the grocery store, take you aside to the produce section, and say, "Hey, you gotta stop talking about this, or uh, we'll eat your heart out." I, I don't know where that came from. I'm yeah. You know, I don't know. They threaten you with threats. Family, you yeah, know, okay. your family's in danger. Allegedly, okay. Do you do you, do you stop? Do you what, what do you like do? The hypothetical of of what? Like I experienced something and no, I'm no, talking no, about no, it. Is no, that what no, you're no. We're doing this podcast right now about Men in Black, and they're saying, "Hey, take that shit down, or your dog." Uh, okay, well, there's there's two schools of thought on that. The first of all is the podcast is kind of bullshit and it's probably not worth it. But additionally, <laughs> like, I like. In in all of these instances, like it, the threats seem pretty empty to me, and I'm not like. But at the same time, like your if wife wouldn't like, be so if, pretty. Yeah, but like if but like if they had legitimate identification, and like I thought for some reason that like it was an actual like security number employee, four, then yes, then I would actually be fucking worried about it. But if I was like, dude, that's uh, you fucking photocopy like, that maybe from like a shadow organization that's just kind of <laughs> be a little bit weird. So I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe roll the dice on this one. So I don't know. I guess we'll all get visits then. Yeah, you guys for uh the couple of yeah. you watching this right You're now. You're on the list. You clicked. All of this information is uh very, very easily searchable on uh Google. Yes. Uh we're not we're not coming up with new shit here. Um okay, so again, yes, yeah, so, so I could I suppose you could argue that it's just uh government agents. Uh Doing maybe the job. so then maybe the government realized that what they're doing is drawing more attention to what they wanted hidden, the original Streisand effect, uh, and eventually phased out the program, which would explain why, like, the most active years of that were, like, the f- fucking 50s, 50s and 60s, 60s and yeah. 70s, and then it's just less and less. Or the ones that you get are, like, some random hotel footage that just is kind of different than the other stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. But who wears saying, a hat so. like that in 2008? I don't know, man. People are fucking weird. Who wears... God damn, I don't know. Who wears the hats that people fucking wear today? I'm wearing a backwards like hat fucking, in 2020. No, no, no. Okay, that's just a fucking hat. It's that's not a, a space hat. helmet. It's 2020. We should all be wearing space helmets. I mean, it's 2020. You should be wearing a space helmet. Facts. I wish I had one. If you go out in public, you need to be wearing a space helmet. Well, you definitely should be. Uh, Oh yes, it it certainly did exist pre uh pre the Will Smith uh yeah, yeah, yeah. films, pre that Definitely. franchise. But it's uh yeah. 
Uh, yeah, again, the, the failure to follow up on most of their threats seems pretty universal, and they rarely exercise the powers that we know that the actual U.S. government has at their disposal. I believe Phil Schneider will come up in our next episode. Maybe we'll talk about him oh, later. Oh, Jesus Christ, I can't believe we haven't talked about him yet. We're not going to talk about him today, because that's that's an entire episode. Bye. I wear a cowboy hat now and again. See? That's not a space Weird helmet. hats are a thing. That's not. They're not wearing cowboy helmets. Cowboy. I mean, hats. I, I'm. I'm not. This homie in chat. It's not me. I'm not wearing it. This homie in chat says he owned up. I wear a cowboy hat every once in a while. I I bought this black hat that I've never worn in public before. For this show. You can't see it against the black. Okay, that's stuff. see. I thought about this as well. So, um, over in chat here too. So they like they make the film, like Men in Black, to kind of muddy the water a little bit too, and then like. If you grow up, a joke like, of it. I grew up like Men in Black was a movie, so like yeah. I knew what it was, but it was a movie and it was fiction. So then you hear about it and you're like, what the Will fuck? Smith. yeah, okay, buddy, yeah, okay, uh, Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones showed up at your fucking hotel, yeah, that fucking thing. So like, it kind of does. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to say misinformation or disinformation, but like, I mean, that is what it is, I suppose. You know what I mean? You're kind yeah, of yeah, just yeah. like, well, maybe we 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 just need a little bit of comic relief in here, some bullshit that would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith's career is fucking I don't know. Possibly. He's the fresh prince of Bel Air, buddy. Bill Schneider's no. not the oxyclean <laughs> guy. <laughs> uh, that was Billy Mays, but thank you for that. Uh <laughs> Phil Schneider was a, uh like an explosives guy no, who like blew a guy. bunch of his fingers off and then got in a, a fight, Listen. an underground fight and got his dick shot off by an alien. No, split in half. Split in half. Dick yeah. split in half. You need That's, Angel. Uh, go we can't, listen we to the unbelievable podcast today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check, the unbelievable podcast did a really good Phil Schneider. Uh, go check them out. They don't, they don't make podcasts and anymore. Regularly and I cry every day brought about it, it up. But still. Um. Okay, so yeah. Then the other thing here is uh, the the anti-government organization that used reverse psychology to encourage people to publicize their UFO encounters and further accuse the U.S. government of orchestrating a cover-up. So it's MUFON being like, don't talk about it. Reverse psychology. To yeah, talk be about like, it. Trying to be like, well, you shouldn't, you probably shouldn't talk about it. He's like, no, fuck you. I'm going to talk about it. I'm like, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Definitely don't, pussy. You know uh, what I mean? It's one of those kinds of uh, things. Yeah, you like, want your wife to be ugly? Huh? Punk? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And I mean, as far as suggest again, there's a a <clears throat> menagerie of of suggestions. I could go, like just on Mysterious Universe alone on that website. I was scrolling through article after article, fucking the the name like posing just like uh, biological robots, shapeshifters. Uh, they could be demonically possessed. They could be topas. I even saw space zombies. Even one titled uh, "Men in Black: Self-Aware or Not." I, I think we mentioned in the the Black Eyed Children episode that there was a suggestion that the Black Eyed Children could grow up to be the Men yeah. in Black. Uh, maybe they're just brainwashed humans that work for the fucking government, or maybe they're extraterrestrials. Like I don't, I don't know. There's more options here Aren't than I maybe have ever been presented with at one time in my life ever. Golden Corral ain't got shit on this. Uh, aren't aren't all humans that work for the government brainwashed? I mean, aren't all humans brainwashed? No. <sighs> Listen to County Cryptids. <clears throat> I mean, I only have one thing left in my notes here, Connor. Yeah, what is it? I have none. It's that the good guys dress in black. Remember that, just in case we're ever face to face and make contact. What? Uh, um, what? The good guys dress in black. 
Who do you work for? What side are you are on? You, are you are you not familiar with the song? No. Should I? You were literally singing it like multiple times in this process. That's you probably can't do that though for copyright purposes. Uh, uh, I don't, I don't know how that works. The Men in Black song. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Okay, excellent. Uh, I mean, I think that that's gonna wrap up this one at this point. Like, uh, again, we're we're gonna do another one eventually with some more Men in Black stuff. There's a lot Loads. of it. I mean, fucking do a fucking six hour episode or we split it up into a couple and put a little bit of stuff in between it or something. But that's the thought. So, what are your thoughts, Connor? What do you think? I I really like the Men in Black, but I oh, man, I don't think I would be doing this podcast okay. if I was worried that they're going to show up at my house tomorrow and threaten me and do stuff. I don't. I mean, that's I don't think that that would be like necessarily like the explicitly like the Men in Black thing. Like we're not being like, hey, I saw a fucking thing. We're like, I looked at the first page of Google, and this is what Wikipedia said. You know I what Googled I mean? Like Men we're in not. Black. We're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're not doing anything fucking crazy here. Like I. I Let's be real about it for a second. So I mean, we are doing something kind of crazy. I mean, producing not... a podcast for a very few amount of people might be crazy in some true. people's but eyes. Let's be real. Uh, but but still, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. It's there's OK. Do you think that people are actually like a, a being exists whether or not it is a human being or an extraterrestrial being is there an an organization i don't know but i would not be surprised if the government had an agency to either create disbelief in the ufo community or the vice versa of the like actually silencing ufo experiencers You know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if there was not one, if maybe both of those things. You? It would make a lot of sense. Like it, it does seem that if if you want that to be kind of kept under wraps, that you would do something about it. But at the same time, like. I think if you kind of just let people tell their story, a lot of people are going to write them off as crazy, unfortunately. You know what I mean? And you don't really have to do any damage control other than just like allowing sci-fi to produce the worst movies of all time. Like, Did you just say that I, The Man I don't in Black know. is one of the worst movies of all time? No, 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 no. That's not a sci-fi original, buddy. Let's, let's be real about this. I'm not just, I, 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 you know what I mean? Like I'm talking the sci-fi just, channel like, ridiculous original. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying like oh, that, okay, that kind okay, of stuff. Okay. Not just like sci-fi films. Like, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I don't know. Uh, but who puts in people's minds that it's a crazy idea to think this? I, I guess, so my thought about the Men in Black would be that I su- the first initial ones I would put more, except for that you have that one that's just like, no, no, this is totally fake. But like, you know what I'm saying? It's, there's no, there's nothing too particularly weird about it. It's just like, it's just a couple of guys wearing black suits. Like, they could be insurance people. You know what I'm saying? Again, like back to that, like so just, many people wear a couple suits. Of fucking guys, like it's just government workers. They just happen to be wearing black suits. He is a vacuum just, cleaner salesman. Yeah, like it Mormons. Could be a lot of other things. 
I don't know. And uh, whether or not, <laughs> two Mormons show up at your door people, and tell you man, to stop talking about you, UFOs. Even if it's somebody from like the the press. Yeah. Say it's somebody the the Hey, do you have a minute to talk about your experience? Trying to to set a precedent for something and make it seem like it's a real cool place to live, but then this guy's talking about all the extraterrestrials and so the mayor sends two goons down to uh Shut uh no, nah, I don't know. I feel like goons that are like breaking legs, not I mean... not saying stuff and not uh have you had Not any experiences with our no uh, our police force in the last few months? Uh, I mean, no. Me either. I'm saying, I'm saying that you're not getting like. I mean, we we didn't talk about any like beatdowns today. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody got hurt. Like that we know nobody of. Got rolled, Jacob. Nobody got killed. That we know of. Didn't I'm, Phil I, Schneider I fucking... die? God, we need a we need to get to the second episode. Phil Schneider's probably going to be his whole goddamn episode. Let's correct. Oh, oh, no, I think there's TCG two. did a really good episode on him as well, but I think they that might be on like the backlog that you might have to. Oh, is it really? That would be a to. damn shame. Yeah, I forgot they did it. They did that with some of the mm. first ones, but they're still on my podcatcher, so I don't know if I have. I don't know how that works. I'll look into that later. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you happen to also listen to that podcast and are a patron or have the access to the old ones, they did a really good episode on that as well. Um, you should listen to that podcast. Goes, goes deep. Holy shit, dude. Fucking, it's, uh, I don't know. I I love listening to six-hour podcasts. If I'm if I'm ready to listen to something, dude, like, I'll, I'll go fucking in. I don't want to listen to six one-hour podcasts. I want, I want you to bring up a joke at the very fucking end that you made at the beginning yeah. or something. Hit me some with it six like hours that. in. Just, yeah, dude, exactly. I'm going to have to listen to this three times, but that's fine. I'll appreciate it every time. I don't... I think we did off the fence really shitty. I don't know. Yeah, we were, it, we're kind of off It the seems fence. like it was maybe a thing, and then it was just like in the in the, the zeitgeist, and it maybe wasn't even as nefarious as it seems like it was to begin with. Maybe I'll change my mind next time. Right now, it kind of just maybe is dudes. Just dudes in suits. Just doing their job. Weird. It's it's just dudes, but then but then everybody is just trying to make a buck off it. I don't know. Maybe we'll wait and do it off the fence at the very end, but that's where I'm sitting yeah, right now. This is a partial. Suppose, that's off where the I'm fence. leaning. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense to me. Yeah. It's... All right. I guess that brings us to the uh, the one v ones. Yeah. 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 Men in Black versus who did we do last time? I got a fucking cat in my way again, or I'd tell you, uh, it was the uh, Doolahan. Doolahan. Ooh. Just the headless horseman. Or men in black. You just Damn. get here? We're done. Hi, emo cat. Welcome to the show. Hi. We will start over just uh, for you. Yeah, yeah okay. Not <laughs> uh, scroll back to the beginning and go. So you have those numbers or no? I have numbers, but what do you think? Doolahan versus men in black. Oh, I did not. You are correct. Um Doolahan. Yeah, I. I, I At this point, I got vote, it. I want to. If I'm thinking, if I'm black. leaning towards this kind of just being like government workers versus like an actual, like supernatural entity that fucking just kills people, no big deal. Like, yeah, I gotta give it says to the, their to name. The horseman, the Doolahan. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I gotta, I gotta give it there. 
I am sorry. Are you of a similar persuasion? What are you? What yeah, are your they, thoughts? he just Men in Black would probably just talk to it slowly or something. No signs of gold either, so they're probably screwed. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, maybe they had a gold coin. In their maybe pocket. they could take. They could just manifest a gold coin. You know what I'm saying? That's a weird bit that I don't really know. Uh, Only copper pennies. Uh, okay, so I guess we did ask this the same uh, 1v1 question last time of the Doolahan and the Enfield Horror, which we talked about the time before, which is the results that you are pulling up right now, Connor. Yeah, I got the Instagram poll results right here. Do it. Uh, we got 12 votes for the Enfield Horror and 10 votes for the Doolahan. Tight race. Do you remember who voted for which on that one? Nah, we were split. I never know. I have I think no I went fucking Enfield idea. Horror. I think I went with the kangaroo for some reason. Yeah, that sounds like I don't you. remember why. That sounds like you too. <laughs> what was the what was the Instagram numbers? Twelve Enfield Horror, ten Doolahan. So what you're telling they me is everybody's agreeing with me so favor, far. Barely. Oh, interesting. Now barely. Continue. <laughs> uh on Instagram. Or sorry, 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 sorry. This Instagram. is this is Twitter okay. now. We're on Twitter. Okay. Okay, okay. 66.7 people voted for the Doolahan. 66 people? Sorry, 66.7% voted for Doolahan. Okay, okay, okay. So two-thirds voted for Doolahan, one-third voted for the Enfield Horror. Uh, And I didn't post it on Reddit, so that's non-existent because I'm a bad person. Uh... Let's see. We got five for the Doolahan on Discord and three for Enfield Horror. I think I win. So you're. T- I think you win too, but not by much. Not 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 a whole lot. No, it was pretty tight all the way say, around. I'm gonna I'm gonna say explicitly because you didn't post it to Reddit is the only reason. <laughs> the two people that would have voted on Reddit would have voted voted in your favor, yeah, and it would have been a tie. It would have been. It, Yep, exactly. And then we would have never known. We would have had to have DM'd Lauren Coleman for the actual answer. I need to do an apology video. Our legs. What are we apologizing Who are for, Cat? How about a simple I'm sorry for whatever I have done to you? Uh, again, uh, if you're watching live, we do not have the poll result, the this current poll uh, up yet, but it will be uh, this next weekend uh so please vote on that but otherwise if you're listening yeah go vote in the polls please um appreciate it we have a couple of reviews that we need to get out of we the do. way and i think we're done so um let me pull that up real quick the first one i have here is an apple podcast review because it's no longer itunes five stars from fish finder uh, great podcast. This podcast is a great way to understand cryptids in a fun way. The hosts are entertaining and also make some aspects interactive with polls and stuff. That we do. Huzzah! So much for the five star review. Appreciate it. Uh, please hold while I pull up crowning. Men in. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chat's trying to get me canceled. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll do that to ourselves. Jacob, do you know that we have yes. more YouTube subscribers than we do Facebook followers? Well, the Facebook died like a year ago. That doesn't stop people but from reviewing on there. 
Yeah, there was a recent recommendation. Yeah, um, from Steve. He recommends counting cryptids. Thanks, Steve. What did Steve have to say? Uh, he posted a photo of a a man and a of a family in a boat. I was confused I, what that photo was it because you sent me a screenshot and I I didn't know if that was related or what. Yeah, the deal was he with posted that. that on there. I don't know. There's a two men in a boat getting attacked by a boat, uh, or sorry, by a shark, and there's some seagulls. I'm not sure, Steve, but uh, he said really good podcast. If your goal is more entertainment, smattered with actual information. I like the word okay, smattered. Fair. Good use of the word smattered. Uh, yeah, it's not it's not very information dense. I'll give you that. So appreciate the recommendation. Is it, is it like stars on that or something? No, is it just that how said, that works? They change it from like... It just says they recommend. Just recommend it. Yeah. That's like a five-star review. Cool. Fuck you. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're fucking writing it. Yeah. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you, Thank Steve. Steve. I hope you're uh, well. Yeah, I mean, we'll still, if you... I mean, the Facebook still exists. You can write you can a review. You can still recommend us on Facebook if you want. Or, you know, fucking... I, I, honestly, whatever. if what I had doing, access, great. I would delete it. hit the polls. The Facebook? Yep. Yeah. At this point in time, I've I've not used Facebook for so long that it's it's dead to me. Yeah. Though every now and again I check to see if there's any reviews. Hey, and we got one this time. Thank it you. Happens every once in a while. There was another one not that long ago too. It was like a month ago, and then she just joined yeah, Discord Katie, more recently yeah. too. Thanks, Katie. And Steve. What's up? Yeah. Uh, I think that's about it. That's all I have. I have nothing left in my notes, Connor. I've already made all of. I've I've quoted enough of that song that I'm probably infringing on copyright. Uh yeah. But, um I yeah, I think that's it. Uh well great. Uh everybody here live in chat, everything. Thank you so much. We love you. you being here. Hope everybody is doing uh, everybody well. Else, thank you, yes, for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Um go vote in those polls, motherfuckers. We'll uh see you for listening. in a we'll, couple, uh, see you of couple weeks. weeks. Bye-bye. Adios. Thanks for checking out this week's episode. If you want to get your two cents in, answer this week's polls on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, as well as Discord. Links for all the social media, as well as everything else we talked about on the show, are available at gobblesquatch.com. If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, or you just want to chat, you can email us at kenencryptids at hotmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and tell your friends. I've been Connor. I've been Jacob. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks for another fascinating installment of Counting Cryptids. Thank you.